everyone. This is Regina. Hi, horse lovers. This is Lynn. This week on the Horse Industry Podcast. Lynn, humans, as we know, are creatures of habit. It's so easy for me to go to Gordyville or Cloverdale or Lakeside Arena in Kentucky or Expo Square because I know how to get there. I've been there a million times. I can go, I can do it in my sleep. I know the roads to take. It was exciting for me to go to Perry, Georgia this year because I hadn't been there before. You had. And you were kind of like, oh, you're going to love it. Mm -hmm. And of course I did. So I got to see a new setup, new territory. I made new memories. Now I have this frame of reference when someone mentions showing in Perry. And I think the reason that I'm talking about this is that traveling brings new and exciting challenges. While we do like our regular routes, you know, I have that feeling when I go to bed before a big travel of anticipation. You know, it's exciting. Yeah, especially, and like you said, if you're going to someplace that's familiar turf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting, but it can also be like if you're going someplace that you're not comfortable with or if you have a particular long travel. Where do you park? Where do you get fuel? Yes. Can I back in? Yes. All that. Yes. And when you're on the road extra long, you worry about blown tires or what if you have a horse issue? What if you get into a traffic jam or God forbid an accident? I mean, there's just this sense of accomplishment when you pull into a facility and it's like, whew. I made it. And of course, what's super fun when it comes to traveling is to see other people ride. You can see other types of, you know, for us, the show clothes, see other horses you're not used to seeing, and not to mention other towns and cities and landscapes. Well, what was super cool for Riley Francis is that not only did she get to travel, she got to travel internationally. That is so exciting. What? I mean, what? a dream come true for a youth. Not only does she get to show APHA and she travels all around the country, she got to travel to a horse show in Germany. I'm so excited to hear this interview. I know. You know, and some of my favorite times at horse shows have been everyone sitting around at the end of the day, enjoying food and sitting in lawn chairs. It's such a community filled time. But when you take advantage like Riley did of traveling far away or across the ocean, the experience is particularly enriching. So hats off to the APHA for providing its youth the opportunity and to Mick and Heather Francis for giving Riley the experience of such an amazing event. I reached out to Irene, who's the Director of International Membership for the APHA. In about 2004, the APHA Youth World Games was formed, and this event fosters future leaders both domestically and internationally. They've held these games every two years, either at the APHA World Show for the Youth in Fort Worth, Texas, and in 2016, they were held for the first time in Germany at Euro Paint. Irene shared that they really like alternating between the U.S. and Germany because it gives the youth on both sides of the Atlantic a very diverse and very enriching experience. Going forward, the plan is to hold the 2024 Youth World Games together with the APHA World Show and return to Germany and the European Championship in 2026. Some of the countries that have participated in these Youth World Games, the United States, Germany, Italy, Canada, Sweden, the Czech Republic, France, Australia, Denmark, Netherlands, and Austria. 
What an amazing experience. I didn't realize that many countries participated. Yeah. Oh, what an awesome cultural exchange. Oh, I mean, again, dream come true, right? You get to go to a horse show in another country and see and experience things that most most youth don't get to see and experience. So super excited to bring this interview with Riley Francis to you. Riley, welcome to the Horse Industry Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about your trip. I mean, first of all, before we get into your experience in Germany, traveling abroad for the APHA, first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how old were you when you started showing horses? How long have you shown? What you've shown? What positions you've had? I know that you're an officer in the Michigan Paint Horse Club, and I know that you have a national title or national level role. Tell us about you, Riley. Well, I started taking riding lessons when I was like eight or nine, and I did 4-H for like three years. And my last year of 4-H, I did small fry walk trot quarter horse. So when you started riding at eight or nine, was that kind of mom and dad, you have to buy me a horse right now? Or was it that they were already, they already had that gene in them? Well, my parents had horses forever. So I was, I grew up around them, but I didn't want to ride at all. And then they threatened to sell them all. Are so you I kidding me? Taking lessons. And so it's in your DNA, but it took you a little while to kind of grab onto that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so you started riding at eight or nine. You did 4-H. What, what after that? Well, my first, my 13 under horse mm-hmm. was a double quarter paint and we bought him to originally do quarter, but my trainer at the time judged a lot of quarters. So we started doing paint and then that's all I've done since. <laughs> and so what types of positions have you held in paint? Well, I've been the Michigan Junior Paint Horse Club president for the past four years. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently the AJPHA president-elect, and this will be my third year on the executive committee. Okay. And so what does it mean to be a president-elect? I am kind of getting ready to be president. To be the president. Yeah. (laughs) Are you excited about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a big role and responsibility. Yeah. What types of things or activities do you do that you will do as the paint youth president? Well, every president has like a presidential project that the executive committee works on for their like term. So do you have one identified yet? No, but I'm thinking of doing one with like international members. Awesome. Which is a perfect segue into your experience in Germany. Okay, so this is called the APHA Youth World Games. Am I right? Yes. Okay. How did that application process work? So... This year it was later than they've done in most years and our applications weren't due till like the end of April, I think. And I had to do like just like basic stuff about me, some accomplishments, and I had to get letters of recommendation and write an essay on why I wanted to be on the team. And I also had to do videos of me riding different horses for each like class. Okay. Have you had friends in the past who have participated in this? Yes. So one of my friends actually used my horse in 2018, which is kind of how we like got into it. And then my old trainer's daughter did it and went to Germany in 2016. Oh, that's awesome. So can any APHA youth member apply 
Yes, but you have to be 14 or older. Okay. So that, that kind of helps put that focus on, it's the older youth. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Now you showed in the horsemanship. Yes. Did you pick horsemanship or how did that come about? I applied for showmanship, ec, and horsemanship, but said that I wanted to do horsemanship if I could pick, and that's what I ended up with. Well, knowing you like I do, I think that was an excellent choice. Of course, you would have handled all three perfectly, but horsemanship is obviously a talent that you have. How was the horsemanship pattern, or how did the class work? Did you um, a pattern, rail? Yeah, we did rail and a pattern. Okay. And we actually started with rail instead of doing a pattern first, which was different than what I've done. Yeah. And the pattern was the novice pattern that okay. they used there. Okay. And so what are some of the elements that were in that? Just like jog, extend. 360s. Yeah, lead change. Okay. Did you have to do any stirrupless riding or anything like that? Nope. Shoot. <laughs> okay. So what's it like to ride a horse that's not Hefner? And Hefner is your horse, all for me. What's it like to ride a horse? Now, you've been involved with an IEA? Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I've shown IEA since sixth grade, fifth grade. I don't know, but okay. I've been doing it for like five years. So I'm used to riding other horses. So it really isn't that different. Like, obviously, I would rather ride Hefner, but right. right. <laughs> I'm pretty used to riding different horses. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because my daughter doesn't ride other horses. I mean, sure, if we go to the barn and let's say her horse has an abscess or something crazy, she might jump on another horse. But by and large, she pretty much just rides her horse. And you have all this experience jumping on different animals. Is there ever a time when you're like, well, I'm not sure I want to get on that one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you just have to do it. Yeah. 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 Just hope for the best. <laughs> do you like the tall ones or the short ones better? Tall ones. Tall ones. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about the horse that you showed in Germany. What was its name, color, age, breeding, etc.? Who was it? His show name was Olina's Rocks. His barn name was Byron. He was allowed Toby, and he was actually cow horse bred, but they showed him in the pleasure all around stuff. Awesome. Did he, was he in any other events besides the horsemanship? Not in the games, but okay. at the european championships he was in like the western riding and the trail and pleasure and stuff and so basically the person who owned him byron just had to volunteer to let you use him yeah okay and was he a good boy yes yeah you liked him yeah yeah so talk a little bit about the competition there what about the other riders that you showed with some of the other horses how did how was it set up did they start with showmanship first and then move to Eck? How how are those games run? The games was just kind of like its own separate thing. We had one class a day, but the like actual show itself, it was set up kind of like the world show, like Eck one day, ho horsemanship one day, that type of thing. And it really did not feel that different. Then. Okay. So did the, the games are kind of over a four-day period? Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. So... The first day was showmanship and then horsemanship the next day. And then the next day they did Eck and Ranch on the same day. And then the next day we did the award ceremony. Okay. And did you know ahead of time the other youth exhibitors that went with you to Germany or are they new? I knew two of them. One girl we met there. But 
the one I'd shown with for a couple of years and the other one I'd known for a while. Okay. So that was, that's nice that you had that familiarity. Yeah. Yeah. Have you kept in touch with them? Will you keep in touch uh, with them? Yeah. 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 We have each other like on Snapchat and stuff. And where are they? Do you know where they're from across the U.S.? Cody's from Idaho. Abby's from Ohio and Naya's from New York. Okay. Wow. That's a, that's quite a spread. And you're obviously from Michigan. Yeah. So that's quite a spread. So tell me. Were you more or less nervous? I don't know. The I same mean, nerves? I was more nervous than like an IA show or a weekend show, but I wasn't as nervous as I was like at the world show. Okay. Did it have a, a separate feel or did it just feel like another horse show and you had a job to do? I mean, what was that like? It was kind of just like another horse show. I mm. mean... There was only six teams, so there was only six people in my class, so it wasn't like I was competing against, like, 50 different people. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, like, people from different countries. Yeah. When they when they asked you to, like, walk, trot, and, and lope, did they say walk, trot, and lope, or did they use yes. German words? <laughs> <laughs> well, the announcer, like, the rest of the show, he would announce in German and English, but then for the games, they did it all in English. Wow. And do you know German? No. No. <laughs> was it super weird to hear yeah. them talk that way? Yes. Did you pick up on any German words when you were over there? A little bit. A Not little bit. very much. <laughs> okay, so we talked about what the show environment's like, and you said that because you borrowed somebody else's horse, you guys didn't really have stalls there. Yeah. Now, I had talked to your mom briefly, and she had mentioned something about the babies. Yes. How is that different, the horse babies? <laughs> yeah, they don't wean them until the fall. So all the mares that had had weanlings were shown, like they had weanling classes where it would be the mares and the weanlings were out and getting judged. And then if there was one who was in like the horsemanship or something, then they would bring the baby in and just stand it in the corner. <laughs> is that, was it, I would think that the babies would lose their minds. They, I mean, they, they really just stood there. They were... So they must be used to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That sounds a little different than what we're used to. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the vendors? Is it kind of like the world show? Like when I picture a show like this, mm -hmm. I have a sense of what that environment's going to look like with vendors and food and clothing and stuff for sale. Is it is it like that? Kind of, but not to the like level that we do it. There was one restaurant that was like on the grounds and then they had different vendors. Like one was doing t-shirts and stuff and then selling like jeans and stuff, but it wasn't like how we have it. Like we have them all along, like in so many different rooms. But yeah. It's not like not that. Like that. Were the brands the same? <sighs> not really. Okay. There was a couple that were, but like you don't see like a Kimes booth or a Hollow booth over there. Okay. Did you do a lot of shopping? Not a lot there. We mainly bought stuff at like touristy places. <laughs> well, yeah, I would too. So the games, was there an opening ceremony and a closing ceremony? You talked about the awards on the last day. How did they manage that fun part or that ceremonial part? They didn't do an opening one like they did when they had it at Fort Worth in 2018, but we did it all at the end. So the last day we did a parade of teams and that was like our ceremony. And then after that, we went into the awards. Awesome. And how did they go? How did your competition go? It was good. Yeah. How did the team do? We won. <laughs> and so what kind of swag or awards did you guys come home with? 
So for my individual class, we all placed second. So we all got a second place ribbon and we got like a little gift certificate to the restaurant that was there. And then for like overall team, we got belt buckles. Awesome. Because you got first. Yeah. That is so cool. Was it super close? I mean, were you guys t- counting points and um, crushing your fingers or was it? Yeah. Did you just blow everybody away? <laughs> so we all were second across the board and the other teams were not as consistent, but they did. So they did the ranch last, and for all of us, they did our placings after, like right after our class. But for the ranch, they didn't. They waited till the next day, so we wouldn't know who won. Uh, and so, like once they got to third place, we knew we were in the lead. But up yeah. until then, we were kind of. So there was a little bit of nerves going yeah. on there. Oh, that's fun though. I mean, yeah. you got to kind of hold your breath and cross your fingers and hope, <laughs> yeah. right? So, what were some of the other countries that were there? There was France, Germany, United, which was Italy, Netherlands, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe one more. And then Slovakia and Czech Republic. So could you talk to the other youth exhibitors? Did they speak English? Most of them did. Most of them did. Yeah. And the other ones would understand, but they couldn't like speak it very well so then we would just like use translate and stuff. okay so you did it so is that an app on your yeah. phone oh that's cool yeah i mean i was gonna be like oh did you have a translator Duh. the whole world has an app <laughs> well there are use. people there that there is like one lady who lives in france now and she was from america originally and one who was from germany but lived in america for a while so they could both speak both languages like fluently so that's cool yeah so did did apha were there any organized side trips that you take yes so okay. on Friday, once we were all done, we went to Regensburg, a little town by there that was big during like, I don't even know, like Roman Empire and oh, stuff. Oh, wow. So we did like a tour there and stuff like that. That's awesome. So many happy memories. Yeah. So will you go back to Germany? I don't know. <laughs> Do you feel like it was so cool that you still need to see more things? Is it? Did it spark your interest and curiosity in traveling? Yeah, I mean, I've always loved to travel. So I mean, it was super cool. And I'd love to go back and go to like other countries too, like Italy and Spain and Mm -hmm. everywhere. But yeah, so going forward, the youth games will they'll have them again. Yes. And that's going to be in two years. Yes. And that's going to be in Fort Worth. It should be, yes. Okay, and then two years after that, I think I read we'll be back in Germany. Yeah, I should go back to Germany. Okay, so what was your, as we round out this chat, as you shared your experience with us, thank you, what was your favorite part about the trip? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it was all just, like, super cool. I mean, once we, because we went a week early and stayed with friends in Switzerland. Oh, geez. So that was cool, just to, like, go and see how different everything is. And then once we got to Germany, it was kind of just like being at a horse show, like, which by that point, I was like ready to be at a horse show. (laughs) So it was kind of perfect timing. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm here. I got a job to do. Let's get this going. Yeah. Did anything, was there anything that surprised you about showing a horse from another country? Not, I mean, the like the show atmosphere is pretty similar, except over there they like all cheer for everybody oh like everybody's friends with everybody you don't you're not just friends with the people in your barn like everybody was nice to each other that's really cool yeah well riley thank you for being on the podcast and congratulations you've represented not only apha well but the entire country well so congratulations <laughs> thank you We are sponsored by Purple Power Equine. Looking to add performance, power, and balanced nutrition? 
Purple Power Equine has many products that will become essential in preparing your equine athlete for performance. Whether you need to help gut and hoof health or add weight, body, and dimension, Purple Power Equine can help bring success to your equine athlete. Gastro Power, Power Up. Hoof Power, Power Punch. Emergency Power. Visit purplepowerequine.com or on Facebook at Purple Power Equine. So that's our story this week. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to spending more time with you and sharing stories of our industry. See you next week.